What's up, Bottom Nation? It's Monday. It's time to get topped. Pew, 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 pew. Does it work? Hold on. No, it doesn't. Pew, 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 pew. Time to get topped by me, Ashley Gavin. I'm so glad that you're back and listening. Um, thanks for everyone who wrote in and was so kind and supportive. A bunch of you joined the Patreon for those bonus episodes with Bree and You're Having Gay Sex, where you can write in. Thank you for doing that. I uh, can't wait to see all of you in the Midwest on tour. I've never been to Nebraska. I'm excited. Or Iowa. Or Missouri. I've never been to any of these places. I am so excited to meet you all in person. And then today, oh my God, episodes like this are a gift. We interviewed or interviewed. I've literally never said that. We had gay sex with Justin Tranter this week. If you don't know Justin, he has worked with so many Grammy award winning artists on their most popular songs. We're talking Justin Bieber, Lady Gaga, Selena Gomez. He's he has basically defined culture for the past 15 years. Unbelievable guest, unbelievable person. They get into how they topped for the first time in 20 years. If that's not a headline, I don't know what is. All right, little little bottoms, you enjoy. Listener, this episode is brought to you by Helix, my absolute favorite mattress. I am getting the best sleep of my life on a Helix. And you can too if you go over and take their little quiz. Their two-minute quiz is going to match you with the perfect mattress for you. And you'll be sleeping like a baby in no time. And right now, Helix is offering 25% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash gay sex and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. I um, topped this week for the first time in 20 years. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I love that. I'm very femme. I like the feminine side of things romantically, but I don't know if that's true anymore. I think it's all evolving. I don't think I'll be a full-time top. Don't get, I'm not crazy, but <laughs> it was an amazing experience. I felt like there was like this huge 20-year mystery of my life just like totally solved. Wow. I like that you have it marked on your calendar. Well, it just, I remember, I remember the last time so specifically because it went so poorly. (laughs) No, I'm just a huge fucking fan and can't believe I'm here. It's very exciting. Okay, let's just actually start. That's a great way to, Alex, (laughs) make a note. That's what I want the opening of the episode to be. Justin Tranter saying, I am a huge fucking fan. Am I even I was going to say, Ash is going to want that clip for TikTok, too. Just, like, embedded, just replaying. Your your alarm when you wake up will be Justin Tranter saying. <laughs> I'm a huge fucking fan. I had, it's true. I remember the day I discovered that you were following me, and I was like, there's been a mistake. Something, <laughs> something very bizarre has happened, and I don't know why this is happening. Listener at home. You probably, you know Justin's work because it's everywhere. He has written and produced songs for some of the biggest stars in the music industry. I mean, like everybody, literally every, the the list is too insane. You know, Selena Gomez and like Justin Bieber, right? And huge, enormous, they're all gay. They're all fucking gay and no one knows that their body of work is gay. Do you ever think about that? Do you ever think about how many people are actually gay because of you? (laughs) (laughs) I love, you know, I also, I I do a lot in like straight up pop music, which is fucking amazing. But I also do a lot in like the alternative rock space, which is like the most homophobic realm ever. Not the (laughs) artists, but the fans. The, uh, The artists are always amazing. But like Imagine Dragons, the new amazing Italian rock band Moonaskin. Like I do Fallout Boy, like the most like asshole, like, genre like my band used to do i used to be in a band called st Patrick's weapons and we would do like all the alternative radio tours and the tweets that i would get from these fans of just like get this f slur off the stage like oh this isn't God. this isn't rock and roll and now i'm like right in this very moment right now i have two songs on the top five of alternative radio and i'm like now who's the faggot now <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I also love the dupe of it all that they like think that they're like so homophobic and then they don't know that the music that they're listening to is just so inherently like gay. <laughs> Which is that. the most incredible thing about music throughout history. Music is gay and also black <laughs> and like no yeah. one realizes that the things that they're consuming especially in american music it's like so not what they think they're into also um who's the faggot now is the name of my my hit alternative rock song um, done i'll write it i'll write it immediately I'll, in fact i'm gonna just this is called i don't have any alternative rock on my soundboard but that's Who's the Faggot Now by Ashley Gavin. Um, but you're, I'm so glad they're here. I'm also a, a fan of your band. I just pulled it up on my phone because I was like, there's a specific thing that I want to ask you about today from a okay. song that Semi Precious Weapons did, but we'll get into it later. Okay, great. I also am feeling such chemistry between the three of us already. I'm so glad that you're here. And we do intros at the beginning, but I just wanted to check in and just ask you guys. It's Monday, so... I don't Perfect. know, Bree, you do anything over the weekend? Yeah, actually, I, Ash, you'll laugh at this because you know how bad I am with tech. I finally got some new screenwriting software. I was all excited. I saw take... your post about it. Yeah. Yes. So I actually, embarrassingly enough, I bought this like a month ago and my anxiety rooted paran like paranoia of failure just prohibited me from actually downloading the software and beginning to use it. So I've been writing as I usually do in the notes app of my phone and on Microsoft Word, which is so painful. <laughs> the notes app is magic though. The notes app gets way too much shit. I mean, like it, it is. It's just the easiest thing on the planet. People need to stop being so mean to the notes app. Thank I love you. it. Okay, yeah. that makes me feel better. Cause also it flows. It's a magic space. Cause it's just whenever you think of something, the notes app is there, you know? <laughs> whenever you think of an apology, for example, you've said <laughs> faggot 45 times on an episode within the first four minutes. And you need to let the people know that you understand it, it, it's only kind of your word. <laughs> I was going to say it's not really at all unless you want to tell us something. Um, well, I don't know. It's, I feel like it's up for debate. I, I think it's I give you full I give for this moment since right. I mean, there are listeners eventually, but right now I'm the only faggot here and you have full reign of the word. You have full I reign would of the never word. say, OK. I would never say that I identify as that word, but I have right. been called that word by <laughs> a very confused cat caller. <laughs> I was, when I lived in Greenpoint, Brooklyn, on the street all the time, there was this guy who would just stand outside of the Peter Pan donut shop and he would just <laughs> yell crazy things at me uh, all day, every day when I pass him. And one day he just started yelling. Cause you know, I, I still do like if I'm going to an event, but back in the day I wore like full makeup and six inch heels every day. And this man would just scream at me all the time. Just the word transgender, just <laughs> screaming. I'm like, that's not an insult, sir. That's <laughs> finish your thoughts, sir. Transgender. <laughs> yeah. What we need, we need a verb here and a direct object. <laughs> and I'd be like, Hmm. You're ha half. I'm half transgender. I don't, really, I don't really know. It was magical. Sorry. Back to your notes app. No, back I to your notes app. But I didn't say that earlier. Back to back to the apology that they has to go out, or I will be banned from no, the internet. I, Ash, I do want a notes app apology from you, just because I feel like they're very chic. There's something about like a screenshot of a notes app uploaded to an Instagram story. It just gets me off. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I'll find something to you literally come to it. Is that what I just absolutely come so hard to someone apologizing. Um, that is probably a sexuality. Specifically on the notes app. There's something about the like pre-written notes app. Right, because you're gay. You want fanfic. You don't want video. <laughs> That's perverse. Exactly. You like the written word. Um, exactly. What I was going to say, the other super gay thing about rock and roll or just like just I, I, I'm not an expert. I'm not good at music, Justin. Like I don't I consume comedy. I think the way other people consume music and the way right. I consume music is the way people consume comedy. I'm just like, yeah, well, if it's good, whatever. Like I just put it yeah. on. So I don't know all the terms. But what you're saying is being in six inch heels, being in tights, like some rock bands, they're not they're straight. But their outfits are the queerest thing on the fucking planet of all of all time of all time. I mean, 
the 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 80s hair metal era is the craziest one for me because like the 70s glam there was a lot of actual queerness happening in that in that world from bowie being bi to there was a lot of queerness happening in 70s glam in the 80s hair metal it's just like the worst douchiest straight dudes ever (laughs) just dressed like women and okay i like to say (laughs) that axel rose is my lesbian awakening somehow somehow i don't know why that makes sense to me but it does i love it i love it, it. i accept it it just, it just accept for me, it i was like i don't know why i look at this person and i'm a lesbian i can't understand <laughs> it <laughs> but i had i had a couple friends in elementary school that were really into that era i don't know why i think it was like it was when we were still downloading, like ripping music off yeah. the internet on like sketchy sites, and you get like that presidential speech <laughs> when you download it. And all my friends were getting this, and then we would at our grade seven grad ceremony, we walked down to Guns N' Roses because <laughs> the main guy leading the like student project for our grade seven grad like loved this music so and he was the coolest guy at school so we just all had to listen to him so i was deeply embedded and it helped me realize i was gay somehow so well i was gonna say like it it's sort of what's like happening now except now i'm old so now (laughs) what the kids what the kids are listening to to be cool was just what all of us listened to at the time right but at like that kid was like trying to be cool it's just the cyclical nature of like bringing back whatever was cool two decades or three decades prior but but let's get into it we're going to introduce ourselves because we always wait 45 minutes to do that so that everyone (laughs) is super confused and they don't know who they're talking to but we're in the apartment we're having gay sex we're having gay sex with a phenomenal musician activist all-around super cool person justin tranter today hello Am I saying your name right? I've I've never said it out loud. You're like my you, connection to you has been private. You actually nailed it, which is shocking. I normally I get a lot of trainer. I get a lot of the trant. Like people make up the craziest things ever, but that was tranter. It's just like it, just like it reads. Megan Trainer on the podcast today. <laughs> Not sure how she's connected to queer culture, but I'm glad that she's here. Have you written for Megan Trainer? <laughs> um, I actually did write a song with Megan Trainer. <laughs> Of course, of course. Um, There's the it, queer connection. It's kind of pretty, a fabulous song called Genetics that um, is like a, I think it was like, it's like an early 2000s like dance pop and it was too soon to do, it wasn't, it was like too soon Ahead to feel time. cool retro. Mm-hmm. Do you like, Cause there's that, that, that weird space where you're like, is this out of touch or is this retro on purpose? And we were being retro on purpose, but I think it maybe came across that we were out of touch. <laughs> I come out of, I come out, um, come off as out of touch all the time. That's sort of my brand. Um, maybe you noticed it in the first five minutes of this YouTube, of this, of this video. Um, of this YouTube. <laughs> this YouTube. This YouTube that we're doing. Oh my, now I sound really, maybe you notice that I'm not big on the YouTubes, kids. Uh, What's this, a, a podcast? <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so excited that you're here. I'm going to introduce myself, and then Bree is going to go, and then Justin copy the format. I know you'll be comfortable, but I am Ashley Gavin, cis, gay, white woman, she, her pronouns. I don't know when this episode is coming out, but we've got a big Midwest tour. Milwaukee, Charlotte, Philly coming up after that. I don't know, guys. I can't. Please stop making me list them. Please just sign up for my text alert. I'm dying. I'm a small business owner. I don't have time anymore. Not the the impending death. Here's the thing. I have a notes app open right now. Dear listener, I'm sorry that I keep going on about my text list. I know it's a lot and it's very extra, but would you sign up for it, please? Um, That's me. And then filling in for the next few weeks till I figure out what the fuck is going on. <laughs> Tis the breezin with Brienne Williamson. And it is the breezin because <laughs> she's a little snowflake from up north. <laughs> keeping me from getting canceled. <laughs> the Chancellor oh. Canceller, Brienne Williamson. 
<laughs> Thank you so much for that. I'm Brianne Williamson. I'm a cis lesbian. My pronouns are she, her. And yes, I'm from Canada. I need to up come north. up. You know, I always have a rhyme for all of my people. We had <laughs> youth in the sound booth. We had mm. fat in the chat. Now yeah. I'm like, try, like, I'm trying to come up with something with Canada or like the north or like the border. <laughs> I feel like that's like such like a typical American thing. As soon as anyone's from Canada, they're like, so how do we incorporate maple syrup into this? Like, how do we, <laughs> yeah. how do we make this a thing? I mean, no, I've spent a lot of time in Vancouver recently for this TV show I'm working on. And it's kind of all that you guys talk about too. In <laughs> fair <true>. <laughs> <laughs> it's all we have to offer. You can't blame us because literally fucking everything is a maple leaf. Like that's true. It's insane. So if you walk down Gastown in Vancouver, I totally. It's all like it's a it's a moose. It's people riding a moose with maple yeah. syrup just pouring out of their pocket. The primary means of transportation around <laughs> Canada is a moose. Of course. Of Wait, course. can I tell you with a, a completely inappropriate rhyme that I came up with just now? Yes, yes. <laughs> um, there's a maple leaf coming out every time she queefs. It's Brienne <laughs> Williamson. Honestly, cool. I knew that was coming, by the way. <laughs> it I had to. It had to be done. <laughs> okay. Um, well, anyway, thanks for being here, Bree. Thank you for Thank filling in. Thank you so in. much for that. Yeah. The, <laughs> 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 the amount I truly I'm go I'm sort of in a chaotic place, liminal place right now, Justin. And every time Bree gets on camera and I see her, I'm comforted. Oh, good. And even though she just keeps queefing foliage <laughs> i can't help it i, <laughs> I was gonna say what does does the maple leaf actually have a smell because it's more of the syrup that we know you know it's a so like, scratch sure. and sniff it's a scratch and sniff <laughs> you know i understand the rhyme is in leaf and queef but like what does a maple leaf the actual leaf smell like i don't i, I don't know. know we gotta ask brie I, I've, I've personally never actually smelt a maple leaf, so how could that I don't be possible? Know. I fuck, I don't know. Justin, do you mind introducing yourself? It, you, you're you're all your it, all the information that someone at home might want to know because everyone's gay and they have to know. Okay, perfect. Um, I am Justin Tranter. Uh, I write songs. My pronouns are all of them, and I mean that seriously. I love all pronouns. I, I wish my pronoun could be it, but I've been told that's a little offensive, even though it's for my own pronoun. But um, <clears throat> I am non-binary. I am queer as fuck. Um, and that's that's it, right? Those are all the, the gay requirements to tell people. <laughs> those are the, yes, those are the gay requirements. What are you what are you working on right now? Like where where do you want people to go and look at your stuff? Because you're the culture, but like everyone has absorbed your work. I'm not joke. I'm really not trying to put you on a pedestal. I'm like your career is so interesting to me, and it's something that I don't understand. So yeah, it's just like magic. Too. It's just magic to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, the I mean, um, if you're a Spotify user, uh, you can like look up like um, written by Justin Tranter, like Spotify makes like a proper playlist for it. And so does Apple Music as well. And so you can see like the bulk of all of my songs. Oh, that's um, so cool. And then, you know, I have like an Instagram like everybody else, which is like sometimes music, but normally just me like spiral raging at politics um so you know if you're into that which <laughs> we don't get enough of um if you're interested in a songwriter's take on raging at politics and please come <laughs> check me out at tranter justin but um yeah right now i'm working on actually uh my first tv show which is really cool it's the the reboot of greece so it's the it's called the Are rise of the pink ladies oh my gosh me? this has been everywhere my friends have auditioned for it. this is a huge huge thing going down in vancouver that's so cool and it's been amazing it's like over 30 original songs for season one which has been fucking insane and uh so yeah i make pop music for the most part but now i'm making a tv musical which has been fucking unbelievable Cool. So, yes, let's get to the gay sex. I <laughs> did have gay sex this week, and I'm trying to figure out what to talk to you guys about. Um, I slept with this girl over the weekend in another city. And no, this person over the weekend, they're like you. They, they use any pronouns and are open to any language. And I, I get the vibe that in their life, they don't have like a lot of people around 
affirming the other non-femme parts of them. Yeah. So yeah. even though when I think about them, it's like, I love how femme they are. Mm -hmm. I want to also acknowledge the other parts of them. So Beautiful. I've been trying to do that. Yeah. And like, I can feel the masculinity too. Like when we, when we first kissed, I like felt it. And like, I like, I don't know. There's just, I really like, oh my God. So it was good. Ash is in love. Like it was <laughs> Wait, really the last episode that we filmed and Ash talked about this person. It was like, holy fuck. Like I, she's obsessed. Yeah. And, and really? I, yeah, it's a problem because <laughs> they're not available. Like they're not going to be, here's the other thing about me. Just Are they in a are they in a relationship or they just live in a different place or what's the non-available? I'm 34. They're in their 20s, like figure it out life. They want to move to Argentina. They're from art. They were born and raised in Argentina. They want to go back. Argentina. Fabulous. <laughs> places. As far away as possible. Yeah. A I quick think... commute. A quick commute. Yeah. <laughs> they, they looked on a globe. Ash was here and they just went to the other side and that's yeah. where they're going to fly. Another hemisphere said, fuck you. Right. They, they're yeah. like, pull out the exactly. notes app because I'm booking a flight to Argentina and I need the people to know why. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah. And I just really like them. And we were hooking up and I didn't mention this on the last time. Well, here's the thing. On the last episode, they texted me in the middle of the episode, basically being like, very kindly being like, hey, I'm feeling a little overwhelmed. I'm not sure that I can hang out again before you leave. You know, did you read this out loud on the on the episode? Yeah. Oh, yes, I did do that. Yes. <laughs> because I have. No it was so it. sad, too, because she was so excited. She's like, oh, they texted. They, they messaged me back. <laughs> and a little little insight too. Ash had extended her stay in hopes that this person would hang out again with them. How many times did you hang out? We just ended, once. Yep. And okay. she's hoping for round two. She I was hoping for stay. round two. And the thing is that the first time we hung out, we, we were up till <laughs> five in the morning. We had a great time. Full, full, full early lesbian romance situation. Exactly. Where it's right. Hours, we, hours. We yeah. like dry humped on a rooftop with like blankets and pillows and shit. Honestly, it sounds hot as fuck. That it sounds was, great. And I was a little surprised that they didn't want to hang out with me but they're also like a little bit mysterious you're like i'm a great dry humper why did they not <laughs> yeah. want to see me again what are you waiting for <laughs> this dry hump wasn't your dream <laughs> you must not have read the yelp reviews i have five stars in dry humping they're probably chafed from your jean shorts mm. you know needed Sorry, a break. that was a, that was a, a bad lesbian joke did you get it did we get it did we get it thank you i, mean, I am wearing great. jean shorts so i die five by five I was wearing jeans as well, not <laughs> jean shorts, but jeans. Um, but I was surprised, but also wanted to take them at their word that they were feeling a little overwhelmed and tired and that they just know what they want. But then the next day, so this will just be my story. And there's kind of two elements to it because I didn't get to touch on this last time. I had never slept with a non-binary person with whom I didn't know what words to use. Mm. They explicitly were like any words, right? Usually the people I've been with, they've been like clear about things that they like to be called. You know what yeah. I mean? But this person was like open and I had never been in this situation. And guys, this is, I am embarrassed to do this. I mean, what is about to happen is embarrassing. <laughs> I'm getting embarrassed for you. I, I know. don't know. I don't know what's coming because it's personal. And I think you guys kind of know what's coming and there's no good way to do this without being extremely vulnerable. Justin is literally tucking into their shirt right now. They are like a frightened turtle. So they had explicitly been like, you know, call me whatever you want in bed. But I did not realize how incredibly gendered almost everything I say in bed is. Mm. Yeah. Do you guys have you thought about it? I mean, Justin, you must as a non-binary person, this must come up for you. A lot, you know, what's weird for me is like, is, is the, I, what I can't handle is like, I don't like being called handsome. I don't like, I don't like any like, um, descriptors that are masculine. Um, like I like to be called gorgeous and pretty. Um, but when it comes to my body parts, um, my body parts are my body parts. So I don't mind those like using the, the traditional terms for my body parts. I wasn't even thinking about body parts. 
okay, well then I need to hear. Yeah, yeah. That's where a... my that's where my mind went. <laughs> Me too. Okay, wait. What? Go. I'm not I'm a big. S- I'm not a big body part lister in my dirty talk. <laughs> lister. Fair. Sometimes it can be odd. Sometimes it's hot. And sometimes you're like, I yes, that is what that is. Correct. <laughs> Good job. Right, exactly. And I know for some people it's super hot. Yeah. I've done it once or twice with a partner that I knew really liked hearing those words and just sort of the narration, you know, when you're with someone <laughs> and all they want to hear is just what you're doing as if honestly, kind of like a Wattpad or the notes app, you're just like literally mm-hmm. spelling out for them what is happening, but it turns them on so much. This was not yeah. like that. This was basically like your standard, your standard issue. Oh God. I can't even look your standard issue. Like good girl. Oh, oh no! You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, Justin hated that you so both much. Of us just not come on, good guys! Not that of all things. Wait, hold not on. That. Wait, I I need to really clarify something right now. All you did was dry hump, and you were whipping out the good girl. <laughs> no, we had sex. We had oh. sex later that night. But Justin, they changed locations. They were at this person's place on a roof, dry humping. And then they went to a secondary location to Ash's hotel to have further sex. Gotcha. And it was good. And yes, you know what? Honestly, though, if you're dry humping right, I do think good girl can make an an, an appearance. A clothed rooftop dry hump does not call for good girl. I'm just going to say. Not. I'm just going to say. I totally disagree. Like good this or that, no matter what the, the, yeah. the descriptors are. That like that only for me would like come into play like in an extreme like dom sub situation. But and no judgment. If you got to a dom sub situation on your first night, congratulations. I'm jealous. On the dry hump. Yeah. Yeah. yeah dom. <laughs> a dom sub dry hump. <laughs> Interesting. Am I whipping out the good girl too early? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we're literally on a date. We're eating. We're staring at each other from across the dinner table. I'm like, oh, you like that spaghetti? You like that? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. You like that spaghetti, good girl? <laughs> Slurp it up, good girl. <laughs> the person's like, Twirl that fork, good girl. Twirl that fork. <laughs> This would make the best, like, oh, bit. Like, oh, we need to see this in a short film from Ash, where she's just, like, on first dates calling people good girl. I talked about it on stage, and I realized, like, I didn't know what to say because, obviously, you can't be, like, good person. (laughs) Good person. There's literally... It literally sounds like you're complimenting them on an act of charity for fucking you. (laughs) Yes. good person. (laughs) You're a good person for giving me this. (laughs) You didn't have Um, to be doing this and you did it anyway. We're creative people. We have to think of something like... um, Well, I I posted in my Discord, if you guys aren't on it, get in there, listener. Um, It's in my bio link and all that and on my website. And a lot of people were coming up with really cute names to refer to someone early in a relationship. Like, oh, I met this hottie. Oh, I met this cutie. Oh, I'm, you know, so-and-so. But like, it is right in. What are you saying during Dirty Talk that hits the spot? Because person is not it. I mean, maybe it is. Maybe, maybe I'm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good, good, good baby. Well, that that (laughs) sounds perfect. Never mind. Never mind. When you put good baby in front of it, when you put good, no, no, it's out. It's out. Notes app is out right now. I'm sorry about the weird uh, reference to children I made on the podcast. (laughs) Um, Ash, I just love that you say good girl enough in your one night stand scenarios that you need an alternative, like not just a dirty talk alternative. You're like, I need to have a word for after good. Wait, like, you know it's, what? It's my go-to. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, That's I'm so- kind of stumped for you because the word "good" you never think about it. What actually, like, you know, how gendered our entire planet is is not new info. Well, actually, our, not all countries use very gendered. Not all languages do, but most of yeah, them. Most of them. That 
But what is surprising me the most in this is not realizing the word good in front of something is really tricky because also like, why is good girl or good boy okay? Because that's also not of age. Like I know it's a little bit, oh my God. I will say, <laughs> I will say that I had a really strong connection with this person. And like, I don't think that I would have been good girling, good personing, good boying someone else so quickly. Right. I'm also a big yes mammer, which was another insects. No, 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 like, like, <laughs> like if, sh if they tell me to do something, I'm, I'm just going to say if, if I slept with someone and I knew that their go-tos were either good girl or yes, ma'am. And they went to uh, the yes, ma'am. I'd be like, do I need Botox? Like I need to <laughs> fucking get some cream on my face. Like what the hell? I was just like, in the scenario, I figure it out. Am I doing a yes, ma'am today? Am I doing a good girl? <laughs> Guys, I was, I was vulnerable with you. No, I, no, and 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 I'm trying to help. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to brainstorm for you. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. We are not. We are not being good friends right now. No, How you're can being we... real. Honestly, you're being very bad friends. What you're saying <laughs> to me is that my game is weak. That's what I'm hearing from you. And I'm. And just FYI, my game is not weak. My game is not weak. Your game is not weak. You're, I mean, you're hot as fuck. Just This is the first time I meeting you, but even just on the internet, you're hot as oh, fuck. Your you. game is definitely not weak at all. No. Now I feel arrogant. Maybe it's weak. I don't know. But I say, <laughs> I say. I just no, think the except, terms are a little tired. Just the, the terms, the choices. What do you, what the, <laughs> yes, ma'am is great. Because yes, ma'am is like, oh, like I'm giving you, like I'm. Your sub, your sub. Yeah, like in a playful, fun I, I'll, you know, tell, tell me what to do in a, it's like a fun, light way. Yeah. I think I'm killing, I think I've had enough experience that I'm delivering the lines well. This is not the <laughs> delivery that I would, I'm sweating. This is not the delivery. <laughs> this is not the delivery that I would use in the bedroom. I'm saying this in a conversational way so that I don't sexually harass you guys <laughs> live on a podcast. I mean, I, I would consent to role playing right now if you want to if you want to if you want to workshop this, I would, I'll consent to that. But you want to know the best part about what ended up happening with this person? Please. Later on the next day, they invited me to a picnic outside in the sculpture garden in the by the museum in the town. And they brought like like a really bougie picnic bag with like forks and knives and shit and like cheese <laughs> and hummus. And we had such a cute little date. And then um, they drove me, we made out and we, they drove me to the airport. They dropped me off in the airport and we've been texting and calling. So it ended up being really good. And I'm totally gonna fall in love and I'm gonna wanna die. So they said, we don't wanna hang, I can't hang out with you. Just that night, just that night. Gotcha. And gotcha. you said, perfect, no problem. I've actually already extended my stay because I'm obsessed with you. So I'm free tomorrow as well. I've actually bought a house um, down the street. I'm totally forgoing my career. Uh, I just want to be with you for the rest of my life. That cool with you. Good person. Good person. Good person. Good person. Um, and that's my gay sex from this week. I loved wow. it. Wow. I've never gotten applause. Even Alex is applauding. That was really good. It was very vulnerable and still hysterical. I really appreciated it. Listener, don't forget to support the Patreon. Patreon.com slash WHGS. That's how we pay Alex. He is a full-time employee of the podcast. We could not pay him on ads alone. Me also. This is full-time work. So please consider going and donating. And in return for those donations, you get bonus episodes. You get comped tickets when I'm in your city um, you get extended, unfiltered, uncut episodes, um, weekly access to my Zoom stream of my show in New York, and lots of other stuff. Patreon.com slash WHGS. Listener, do not miss me when I'm in your city. I know you miss my TikToks and my Instagram posts, and sometimes you skip podcast episodes. I'm only in town once a year, so let me text you once a year when I'm in town. Or I can email you ashleygavin.com. There's going to be 25 cities on this tour. Don't miss your city. Listener, spring has sprung. Love is in the air, and that means you need your Helix mattress. You don't want to bring a girl home and have her crawl into your bed and feel like shit the next day, and then she takes it out on you and never sees you again. Help your boo thang get a good night's sleep on a Helix mattress. Go to helixsleep.com slash gay sex, take the two-minute mattress quiz, and you'll find out which mattress is best for you. 
And it's no stress. You get 100 nights to try it. And there's a 10 to 15-year warranty. So don't sweat this decision. But I know you're going to love it because you don't have to take my word for it. Helix has been awarded the number one mattress pick by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash gaysex and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Justin, did you have gay sex this week? I did have gay sex this week, and um, the the this is also going to be kind of vulnerable and ridiculous at all at the same time, but for very different reasons. I um, topped this week for the first time in twenty years. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I love that. I oh like that you God. have it marked on your calendar. Well, it just I remember I remember the last time so specifically because it went so poorly. <laughs> <laughs> That 20 years ago and never again. It was well, also I'm an eight. I was born in 1980. So it's really easy for me to mark eras oh, of yeah, my life. Yeah, yeah, Cause yeah, it's yeah. all like literally like on the clock, you know, um, it was 20 years ago. It was, it was a really, it was a guy I was dating and he, uh, was formerly Mormon. So there was like, and like a lot of shame involved in everything. And he, we were, we were like, you know, in our early, very early twenties. So there was a lot of shame and everything. The sex was always tricky working around the shame working on the shame and then like uh justin have you ever heard about soaking no i love where this is going i know a lot of, <laughs> no. i unfortunately know a lot why i know a lot about this i, I actually, got on soaking tiktok are you kidding me brie what's soaking soaking okay. is what mormons do not to have sex they put the tip of their <laughs> dick or maybe their whole penis into their partner her you know, in Mormon tradition, definitely identifying <laughs> as a woman. Her, yes. Yeah. Um, and they just, they don't thrust back and forth because that would be sex. They just insert and they soak. They let it marinate. Like a, like an olive. Yes. No, but here's the thing. Does anyone <laughs> actually just soak or is that what they claim is happening? Oh, Alex knows. Yes. If I, if I have an addition, if I may throw in an addition... <gasps> Yes. I've heard that sometimes there's a third party involved. Yes, yes, bouncing yes. on a bed in order because that way, you know, that's just that's just what? the world is making it happen. <laughs> yes. What in the Handmaid's Tale? Is that? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> they stand. They get like a friend. Okay, there's like in Utah. There's a big. Um, Wait, I gotta big say, college, this I'm calling the police. At. I'm calling the police. Wait, can I'm I just calling say? The police. This is a good friend. While I don't agree with these practices, <laughs> this is the mark of true friendship. <laughs> that you, you are bouncing a bed so that your buddy can get laid without going to hell. That is friendship. That's true. At its finest. They stand wow. over top. They like, like, so the people are laying between their legs on the bed and they stand on the bed and then they like jump. So that the people below are like on a little trampoline, like, woo, or we're this not is, doing anything. This is just making me, I was laughing for a minute, but now I'm just so depressed. Imagine growing up with all that fear and shame that like you're doing some weird like acrobatics act to just feel something. And like booking friends in to jump You, you guys you. think it sounds sad. I think it sounds pretty hot. To me, <laughs> this is... Now, now, I'll agree with you. It could be hot if there wasn't that a serious amount of shame involved. For sure. Exactly. For sure. I would love to role play Mormons, a Mormon situation. So I don't know how I would do it, but uh, that. Yeah, it's a great point, actually. That does sound fun. <laughs> it's a dry humper's dream, you know, so. <laughs> but yeah, so the so when it happened 20 years ago, it didn't go well. And he was kind of mean to me about like how, oh. just let's be honest, like how quickly it was over. Mm. <laughs> and I also That's am rough. very femme and I love my femininity. And so just kind of like always assumed that I would just like always bottom, even though I am very, uh, you know, I run a very serious life and career and like I'm, I'm, a, I'm a boss for sure but I like the feminine side of things romantically, but I don't know if that's true anymore. Um, I think it's all evolving. I don't think I'll be a full-time top. Don't get, I'm not crazy, but, um, <laughs> but um, it was, it was an amazing experience. And I felt 
um, like this mystery of because the one time being so bad and this one going so well, I felt like there was like this huge 20 year mystery of my life just like totally solved. Wow. Wow. What what prompted it? Like, was this a partner that you've been with a while? Like, what's the situation? Um, it's a guy I've been dating just for like a couple months. And I have been I married myself a couple years ago. I've been literally single for like 10 years. Justin, I fucking love you. I Thank love that. You. Can I just say, <laughs> I want every all of my friends are getting married. They're having kids. There's weddings. There's bridal showers. There's it's baby disgusting. showers. It's mm -hmm. disgusting. Can yep. someone just please throw me a little career shower for my accomplishments? For Hello? where are my where are my presents? Hello. No, I, I couldn't agree with you more. And I was always making the same mistake in my 20s when I was dating. It was like I would like always date people who were, and most of them actually, I'm still very close friends with them. Um, and they were amazing, but they just like didn't have their shit together and it was a disaster. And I thought I could fix them because I am so driven and I am so I'm very like naturally positive person. And I was like, oh, I can heal all of this and like everything will be great. And that's not true. You know, like, duh. But we didn't have like talking about like improving yourself. What are you yourself. talking about? <laughs> you can't fix all the people that you meet. I don't understand. I know. And, you know, but 10 years ago, no one was telling you that you couldn't. You know, they'd be like, just be a good partner. Just be a great boyfriend and everything will be fine. No, that's genuinely the first time Ash has ever learned that. Like, this is, <laughs> this is actually a breakthrough moment for Ash. <laughs> so I literally was like, you know what? I'm just like. Well, first of all, my career took off, right? My career took off and, and you can't really date successfully in my field at the beginning of it. Like if you already have a partner that's like locked down, maybe you can, but like trying to hang out with someone, I, you know, I'm just canceling all the time. Because if a pop star says, come to the studio, I'm going to the fucking studio. I totally understand. You the know, amount I was... of calls I get from Lady Gaga, totally interfering <laughs> with my love life. <laughs> Fuck you. I clear like... the schedule as well. Yeah. It's just like, you know, you, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. So like, this is the first time I'm like actually trying to date in literally like 10 years. And also like, I was of course having sex the whole time. Um, but not as much, not as much sex as I should have been having, but, um, you know, a couple times a year you have to figure it out. And so I think also since I'm dating somebody, it was the first time in a very long time I felt comfortable enough to like explore something that I wasn't really sure if I was going to be good at or not. That must've been such like a release in like fun, not intent. <laughs> but I genuinely feel like I, I remember the first time I kissed somebody and they told me I was a bad kisser. So in a very like small way, I can relate that I remember like, a yeah. year later, I kissed someone else and they were like, wow, you're a good kisser. And it was like this crazy like right. moment of like, I was like carrying that with me that like, oh, I suck at this. Yeah. This is kind of related to that. But after I got out of the, my closeted relationship was largely sexless, sexless because there was a lot of sexual repression and like other issues, like issues in our relationship coming into the bedroom. And I remember when I went into my slut phase that I had after it that really initiated this podcast just historically and I remember feeling like I felt so hot I was like oh my god I'm so hot I for yeah. I had forgotten yeah. that I was hot which is just so crazy <laughs> how could you have forgotten oh my gosh <laughs> for people at home I'm sure people are like what the fuck is wrong with you Ashley like you're the most arrogant person on the planet but truly I my self-esteem was so low so it's so nice is you do you think that's why you went into the topping you were like reclaiming your you know like your sexuality in a way I think so I think there was like a, a reclaiming also I just felt comfortable enough to to this person's really fucking nice and i was like if this go if this goes awry like he's gonna be very very nice to me um so that was part of it too and then actually because I, I am you know like i uh, you're coaching me through your podcast structure but i have i have listened to a couple episodes so i was prepared for this oh, and i was you. like am i gonna talk about this and i was like you know what i was hanging out with friends on saturday night two of them were trans women and they were and i was telling them the story and they were like you know but femmes need to talk about topping more often so yes. i think you should go on ashley's podcast and be honest about it because like there's room for everyone to explore everything and i don't think i've even ever actually talked about my sex life on a recorded thing so this is this is not only am I talking about my sex life, but I'm talking about a, something <laughs> brand fucking new. Yeah. Well, th thank you for the vulnerability. I mean, like, 
It's I, I agree with you. And also because it's like, I imagine many of your partners are cis men or yes. like, yeah, like, you know, more on the mask side. But I, I, I don't know how it is in your community, but like with lesbians and AFAB folks, like there can be some toxic masculinity that makes mm-hmm. more butch women or people feel like they they don't know that they can be bottoms and be open about that. And like, they don't know so that many- they can be a good girl. You know, they don't know. <laughs> they don't. Oh, no. Oh. I'm fully going to die. I'm fully going to die. This is the most embarrassing episode of all, of all time. Little butches out there. Do you want to be good girl? You just ask for that. <laughs> no, I get what you're saying, though, in all seriousness. There's a weird structure in the, like, queer community sometimes that we're, like, we're fighting against heteronormativity, but at the same time, then we, like, weirdly replicate it. It's insane. Not just replicate it. Sometimes we, like, double down. I really yeah. feel oh, like yeah. there are times where we're, like, the toxicity of toxic masculinity, like, we perceive that as masculinity. Yeah. And yes. therefore, we bring it into these situations. Yeah. And... I I remember when I was in college and seeing like the rugby team, you know, was the way to be gay at my college. And I was like, I don't want to be a part of that. Like that, like the the weird parties and the frat boy stuff. Like I just didn't relate to it, you know? So I think it's important for like femmes can top and, and bushes can bottom. And like, yeah. yeah, I have to ask you something. I, you know, I've listened to your music and I couldn't find the exact song and I'm so mad at myself for not remembering which one. But don't you, you're like kind of a, you're, you flip straight men. Like you, you do that. <laughs> um, I don't like to use that terminology. <laughs> right, right. That was your um, first test, Justin. That was an Ash special, that, that, that line. Um, but uh, I will say specifically in my, my days when I was presenting the femininity I feel inside on the outside all day, every day, um, which the only reason that's changed is because I've just gotten tired and it's a lot of work <laughs> to be, it's a lot of work to be femme all the time. But if it's a night out or an event, it's full femme. But I think then it was, you know, there was like, you were talking about, there was so much toxic masculinity in the gay community that no gay men would ever even consider dating me. I was just like something they could like pet and like worship from afar, you know, it was like a, like a, like a joke. So the only sort of people that were, attracted to me were men who were either pan or bi or identifying as straight, but learning other parts right. of themselves. But um, if you want to go through a, a Google search journey and just like Google, like Justin Tranter, 2008, nine or 10, it's, you know, I was, there was five o'clock shadow, but besides that, I was, I looked like a woman, you know? So it's, um, there mm-hmm. were, there were most of the, my, my past partners have been people who identified as straight and then went on to identify as other things. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. Or, you know, or still are identify as straight, you know, but it was, but I think because there was, it was, I mean, you could, it, luckily people have for the most part stopped putting in their like online profiles, no femmes. Like I think like, cause they'll just get shamed, but that doesn't mean they're still thinking it right. Just because yeah. they're just because luckily like, culture has told them you can't publicize that mm-hmm. it doesn't mean like the, the our community has been cured of that you know the, the good news is hopefully that people that trickles down to the younger generation as something that they don't see and therefore they don't start thinking it and we make progress moving forward and also i'm sorry for the for the flipper line. <laughs> no, well thank you for sharing and you talk about that in your music which I love and also I gotta say I think it's badass like I think it's so badass that that these that these guys are so into you I don't know I just <laughs> I love the power of it I know it's problematic I can't I'm sorry I apologize the notes <laughs> app is out but I love the power that your feminine that these men are drawn to your femininity I think it's mm-hmm. fucking cool I, you know, my, my favorite movie as, as a youngin' uh, was Basic Instinct, which is very, I was way too young to be watching it. And just the power that Sharon Stone had and in all of that, like, brilliant femininity, it, it's, like, definitely, like, informed me on a deep, deep level. Our probably. Gen Z listeners probably just turned off. They were like, who is Sharon Stone? I'm done. But <laughs> yeah, well, listen, Gen Learn Z, if you want to know what beauty is, <laughs> Google fucking Sharon Stone, okay? You don't know you don't know what beautiful is until you know Sharon Stone. (laughs) 
Um, mm. Justin, do you have time to go over to Bree? It's time for Bree's story. We have to. We can't. <laughs> we gotta. This has to be a full. Isn't Bree killing it? Killing it. I love when I get my mid episode peer review. <laughs> <laughs> Even with all the maple leaves, Bree is somehow finding a way to to kill it's, this. It's so weird that she can inhale those pancakes covered in maple syrup and do this podcast at the same time and play hockey. So weird. Um, yeah, I'm down here just shooting a puck. <laughs> Sports. Bree, did you have gay sex this week? I did not. I've been fucking busy. But I, you said something earlier that really resonated with me that I wanted to share about. Um, and it speaks to the fact of feeling really busy, but also like not having traditional milestones as a queer person and in turn not feeling those like traditional celebrations. And I feel like I've had a really clear contrast to that because my younger sister, who's three years younger than me, is literally my best friend like so connected to her but she, we always joke that she's got like the white picket fence trajectory of life like she you know she did the whole like dated the guy for a couple years they got engaged they got married then a year later she got pregnant now she's eight months pregnant now they just bought a home so it's like very much like check 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 with the like heteronormative like life milestone celebrations and I feel like the last literally three years of my life has been just you know <laughs> engagement party it's like it's like that clip yeah. like bus another bus plane party but it's just like fucking baby wedding engagement yeah. party baby yeah. shower yeah and I just feel like I love that so much for her and I'm so excited to celebrate that but it's really made me realize that for people that don't choose that more traditional life path or have other goals in life, society, specifically heteronormative society and like maybe just the people around me, like family, extended family, people I see in the workplace, don't have in place ways to like celebrate that as much. Mm, yeah. And it feels kind of like weird. Like, for example, my sister is um, due on August 10th. By the and way, you are such a good sister. Brie is posting just like picture <laughs> after picture of her babe of a sister looking hot and pregnant. She's so beautiful. She's literally and the then, most beautiful And then it's person. just like a picture of her sister and then like minutes of Brie weeping in her story being like, my so sister happy. is the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. I can't wait for her to have her baby. It's so sweet. Me and my sister, we do not have this going on, this like celebration of one another. Other. And that's I, what I mean. Like, I'm so I'm I love it, but I'm just you get to a point that you're like, it's insane. It's, it's fucking creepy. insane. You're being so sweet and so supportive, but fuck that. It is nuts. <laughs> the shit that straight people make us not just us that make they make other straight people go through yes. is no one likes it. No one likes a baby shower. No one likes a fucking wedding. It's no so one true. likes any of it. It is fucking bonkers <laughs> and it has to stop. I have like many Thank nieces you. and nephews. Thank you. I have I many have nieces really and nephews and I love them and I am Justin run for office and make this <laughs> your platform please. Yes. We need on the sound We did it Joe. We got rid of baby showers that i we need to do it yes no, it is insane to me and like so i have many nieces and nephews and i love them and i'm very supportive and like they're a big part of my life but i told all of my brothers i will not i don't want to see the kid until they're like 12. like i don't <laughs> like until they can have a conversation with me. Yeah. I don't, I'm not interested. I'm just I, not interested. This is and therapeutic I'm, to me And right I'm now. tired of us, like we're so desperate to assimilate into heteronormative culture that we have to pretend like I care <laughs> about your fucking baby. What's about to happen care. is people are about to hate, the hom homophobia is on the rise and it's about to go way up because a million queer people are gonna text their sister being like, ah, don't talk to me for 10 don't years. Care. Like, and everyone's <laughs> gonna be like, what happened? Ashley Gavin, and I'm gonna be pulling out the notes app. Sorry that I ruined your wedding. <laughs> It's so true, though, because it's like, if I have to fucking, like, get another napkin that fits the theme of another pointless event. Oh, my God, it's you're in so charge? It's so exhausting. Oh, my God. Well, because I'm also, like, a person that's, like, I'm such a yes person and I love supporting people in my life. I do that 
for <laughs> queer friends that are hosting drag shows. I do that for everyone in my life. For queer friends that are hosting podcasts. Oh, <laughs> like, fuck. But, like, it's also, like, it gets to a point where it's just, like, you're, like, yay, yeah, another thing. Woo. And it's, like, it oh, my gosh. Crazy. It's crazy. It's so much time, so much money. Everyone, like you said, like there's, it's this weird thing that's just happened forever. So everyone has to be excited about everyone's every single milestone. Yeah. And everyone just accepts it. But everyone underground, when you talk to them in a, in a separate space, they all hate it. They're like, fuck, I have to go to three weddings this summer. I fucking hate this. If no one likes it. That's no what I'm saying. It's it. like, it's not just us as queer people. I think that we're just the only ones who have the guts to be like, this is insane. <laughs> but no one likes it. No one. It's, it's overpopulation. And I'll tell you why. Because <laughs> 70, 100 years ago and back, you went to the wedding for the people in your town and your family and the <laughs> wedding only had like 50 people there. Now everyone is fucking bridezilla groomzilla on their fucking instagram Ugh. and they're inviting 400 people That's and it's so like much. you there should be you you should only go to one wedding a year that should be the only wedding that max. that like yeah that's max. too much that's too much that's too much <laughs> i have a rule have i known you since high school or hmm. do you make me money if that's not <laughs> That's it. That's so true. Oh my true. God, I'm getting that tattooed on my fucking forehead. That's that, so true. That... Do you make me money? Alex, I'm going to your wedding and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> like, or or do we actually speak every day? Are we such right. good friends yes. that we speak every day? Have I known you since high school? Or do you make me money? Besides that, I'm not going to your fucking wedding. I'm not. I'm just It's not. so true. People also are getting too like open with their wedding invites. I get wedding invites that I'm literally like, who? Like, oh. what the fuck is happening? That's because you're famous, Brie. That's because you're famous. It's, no. It's insane. It, and also, do you just want a gift? Is that what's happening? Because I'll just send you a gift. I just don't want to fucking go. I'll send you your yeah. KitchenAid stand mixer. Never talk to me again. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it's gotten it's, it's gotten insane. It's gotten. I, I think. I think Instagram makes us feel like it's happening even more because we just see the whole world getting married all day, every day. Yes. And I'm like, but you all, and the, with the babies too. I'm like, but you do know we aren't gonna have water in like ten years. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you having a baby? That is bonkers. What the fuck do we do? How do we tell the straight people and the Mormons to stop doing this? Stop soaking. We have no water left. But gay people are lo like they love babies now too. It's just. It's crazy. Got, the last thing I have to say about this, which is a, everything else I've said is like a, a half joke here. The real <laughs> thing, this is what I'm about to say here is very real. I cannot wait for what this is going to be. Gay wedding fashion, specifically gay male weddings, unacceptable. It I is agree. disgusting. The weird suit where like you don't, you wear a loafer and you no sock and I can like see your foot skin. Call the police. <laughs> Call the police. I don't want to see it. It's just... <laughs> Like, can't, can't there be like, this is real. Everything else I said, you can't cancel me for because it's a comedy podcast and it was half a joke. If you want to cancel me for how upset I am at gay male wedding fashion, you can cancel me for this. Specifically foot skin. The foot is, you know what I'm talking about. I can picture this couple. I can picture this couple. Like, I actually like, can't. Can you please in oh. detail describe this to me? Because I, I bet, if, pull it I bet if, if I just Google gay wedding, I it's bet, every, uh, every gay couple that queer tea on Instagram posts. It makes me like want to not identify as a queer person anymore. It just, <laughs> it's just upsetting. There's, don't, don't you love those moments in life when like the internalized homophobia just kind of stirs? Okay, I'm seeing full shoes. Oh, I see. Oh, Are you oh. talking about the top of the foot? Look at that. Yeah. Top of the foot. The third fucking picture. Yeah. <laughs> Call the police. Oh, oh, fourth picture. Both of them. Both of them. Both of them. Call what is, the police. What is it about so socks that gay men don't want them at their weddings? Well, here's what it is. It's it's a tough. <laughs> Sorry, I had to really process Ban that. All Brilliant. Socks. Rather than rather than rather than it being a black tie affair, it's a sockless affair. They're like no socks. No socks. <laughs> no socks. No service. <laughs> No, socks, no socks, service. Socks, no, socks no service. It was a big fashion moment in like 2010 where you'd have like the very tapered dress pant and it was like you wouldn't wear a sock with it. And um, 
you know, contrary to public opinion, a lot of gay men have horrible fashion. And so now they're at the age of getting married, but when they were 20, that was like a right. really cool silhouette. Right. And now it's 10 years later and we have to look at bare ankles and I just <laughs> can't take it. I can't take it. I will say on a lady, I like a little ankle. Listen, I'll take a, a, I love like a weird, like a weird, like fashion short silhouette on a man. It, it can happen at your wedding. I don't want to see a man's ankle at a wedding. I just don't. Straight or gay. I just don't want to see it. God, God is in the building. We're in church. Put that ankle away. <laughs> so no, or like, why not turn a look? Like, just like wear just a jock strap. I'll, I'll support that. <laughs> I just don't want bad fashion in a gay wedding. Like, it's all it's one of the few things that like the straight world allows us to be is is fashionable. And why aren't True. we why aren't we thriving? <laughs> I love this. Perfect note to go out, out on. Literally, Justin, this was Justin, amazing. You were phenomenal. So funny. <laughs> You're you. so funny. Butt plugs. These are our plugs. We call them butt plugs. <laughs> what are you working on one more time? What can people search on Spotify so that they can keep up with your work? And what are your handles? Um, my handles are at Tranter Justin on uh, Instagram. And I just started TikTok like a week ago um, because I've, I have a record label now. And I like realize as a songwriter, I don't really have to promote my work because the artists go and promote it. But now that yes. I have a record label, I want to, if I can find a way to help promote my artists as well as them promoting themselves, I want to. So there is a TikTok now, which is also Tranter Justin, um, because I was so late to all the social media, people just stole my name. Um, and that's How just too much, too much work to her. Like, I guess you can like make them buy it back as too much work. I don't, I'm too, I'm busy, but, <laughs> um, and then for my, songs like if, if you i'm doing a lot with the the italian uh glam band Munaskin, which is spelled like main skin yeah um so i had their new song that just came out called supermodel um you know them another... yeah that's so cool they're amazing they're yeah. really fucking cool and a whole bunch of other pop stuff coming out but i'm never allowed to talk about it until it's out um rise of the pink ladies is coming to paramount plus this is a list it's it's a lot but yeah this is it's a list you know <laughs> this is amazing yeah and since this is a very very gay podcast if you like musicians who make gay music please check out jake wesley rogers who is signed to my label uh he's one of the best singer songwriters i've ever ever worked with in my life jake wesley rogers he's unbelievable wow that's so nice of you to plug someone else <laughs> <laughs> well he's signed to my label so it's kind of like plugging myself <laughs> and don't we love to plug ourselves <laughs> in all kinds of ways brie anything you want to plug um yeah you can find me everywhere at brianne williamson tiktok youtube instagram i have a podcast i can explain podcast when i'm not co-hosting over here and for an extended period of time that we don't we don't really know when it's going to end and i'm choosing not to give any brie any information about that because i'm trying maybe to find a way to keep her forever Fun. and um <laughs> no comment <laughs> i'm like and anyways no i'm joking uh, i also am once i get the software figured out and off of my notes app i'm about to start funding for um my next film which is going to be a queer holiday rom-com with no trauma just fun cheesy rom-com vibes so I'm really excited fun. to make something just like really fun and light for the holidays. Uh, no dark coming out stories incorporated. And uh, hey, listen, I yeah. know what you I know what movie you're talking about. And I need the soundtrack to that movie. So you're gonna have to really, really button that up over there. <laughs> I'm not talking about any specific movie. In the past, I've made some stuff that has to come with like you know, coming out and stuff, which is really good. Fun, save, Brie. Just... Good save. Everyone <laughs> on the fucking idiot internet knows what movie. In fact. When people talk about the film, most of the time they go, great soundtrack. That's the first thing they say. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually love everything that's out there already, but I just want to make something really cheesy and fun. It's going to be like holiday. There's going to be a lot of like gay bar holiday parties going yeah. on. It's going to be really fun and really like campy and cheesy and rom-com vibes. So I'm excited about that. If you're into that kind of stuff, check it out on my Instagram and we'll be posting about like, the production side as I start planning for it. And if you guys don't sign up for my fucking text list and see me live, I'm going to lose my mind. No, I have to, <laughs> I have to say one thing about your, the, the text list harassment, Ashley. <laughs> so my two favorite comedians are you and Jen Kirkman. 
Um, I am and, honored. I am you know, honored. Like Jen Kirkman has like just I just think she's a, like changed my life the way I look at it through her comedy, and she's amazing. And the amount of time that both of you spend harassing your fans about how dare you ask me a question of am I playing Boston when I was just in Boston? How uh-uh. dare you? I'm going to murder you. And I as a as because you're the only two comedians that I like like. I because I like and in, engage with you both enough. I see every single thing you post, <laughs> and I'm just like the amount. I find it amusing. I think the harassment is hysterical. But I'm like you. There is somebody out there who is like, why this? There. I, I actually feel like you might kill someone over your text list. I actually think. I think it <laughs> That'll might. That'll be happen. how it, it all ends. That's when the apology, the notes app, will really come out. I apologize for murdering that person for asking me if I was in Tampa the day after I went to Tampa. Thank you so much for supporting my career. This is the end. I'm in the electric chair. Have a good day, everybody. No, if someone apologizes for murder via notes app, that's that's peak internet. Like the internet has to shut down the day after. It has to... <laughs> Thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you so much. Patreon.com slash WHGS. We are rapidly expanding. We're bringing on two new team members to, wow, I'm tired, to help Alex out and me, frankly. And I'm finally going to have a separate room to record in than my living, sleeping, dining space. I'm moving. So I appreciate you. Those of you who are funding that move on the Patreon, this is going to be very good for my mental health not to sleep next to where I eat dinner, watch TV, and record this podcast. It's going to be nice to have a separate room and a door. Um, But for the gay thought today, what is the threshold for you hauling? When is it too early? Because I think it's age dependent. I think if you're 34 like I am, you can move in with someone after a year, not you hauling. But if you're 24, that's you hauling. But what do you consider, what is the number of days dated or months, whatever, right in, that you're like, that was too fast, that's a U-Haul. Let me know, listener. I'm sappy today. I, I am grateful for all of you, all your kind notes. Thank you. I hope you have a great week.